welcome back to What Now? Surviving College. I'm your host, Emily Schwartz, and today I have a very special guest with me. Thank you for having me. My name's Danny. I'm a senior here at UE. Wonderful. And today we are going to be talking about our college experience as, you know, both being seniors. But I do want to give a shout out to Student Media, who is giving me the opportunity to present this and hopefully help uh, seniors who are coming into UE and in college. I've always wanted to help people coming in, hence why I'm a teacher. <laughs> Anyways, you can find like podcasts, articles, and everything at crescent.evansville.edu. So shout out to the student media. You guys are doing great. Anyways, now let's go to our actual first episode today. And this is just basically College 101. Where me and Danny are just going to be talking about our college experience so far and how we ha- see the difference between college and high school just to help some people coming in so they're not like, oh my gosh, everything's overwhelming. <laughs> um, so what's one thing that you really kind of noticed when you like your freshman year, you're like, wow, this this was a huge difference. For me, it was the freedom in the classes that I got to take. In high school, it was very structured. You had to take this class freshman year, this one sophomore year, so on. And right off the bat, uh, coming into college, it was so much more flexible to make my schedule the way I wanted it and have classes that actually interested me, even with uh, having to fulfill certain outcomes. Oh, I feel that. It was such a weird experience just being like, so what classes do you want to take? And being like well, I don't know, Uh, aren't you supposed to tell me? And they're like, but this is college, you have to tell us. And I'm like, ah, scary. But also, like, thinking about that, it's also weird because college is not structured as you guys think. It's actually structured in a way, like, it is 8 to, like, almost 9, depending on if you have night classes. So you're going to have gaps in the day. So be prepared for that. I know that threw me off just being, like, get out of my 8 a.m. class and then being like, well, now I got, like, three hours. What do I do with myself? And some of those earlier or later classes are necessary and you can't get around them, but it is a lot easier to make your schedule like fit with how you function throughout the day. Yes, I do want to say that. I know like my freshman year, everybody was like, don't do 8 a.m. classes. You're going to hate them. I'm like, Okay, so I didn't, but I'm like a morning person. If you were a morning person, get all your morning classes out of, like, do them right away. You'll wake up, you'll be like, oh, I'm ready to go, and then by afternoon, you have all your classes done, and you have a free rest of your day. See, I personally had an online, like, asynchronous night class my uh, fall of freshman year, and it actually really worked for me because I was able to go get dinner, take it back to my room, and this was also during COVID times, so a lot more classes were... um, online Mm -hmm. or it wasn't asynchronous it was hybrid I had uh I had an online zoom Spanish class my fall freshman year and I was able to go get dinner and bring it back to my room and keep my camera off for the first little bit of class so I could kind of eat and get settled in and ready for class and it worked yeah, that was definitely. So uh, to everybody listen to this, uh, we're going to say some terms that you may not understand. So I'm just going to give you kind of the definition. So yes, both me and Danny did come into our college year during COVID. So rip to us. We didn't get our senior year. So wah, wah. But 
that's okay. We were able to get some college experience at least. We made it work. It <laughs> we we tried. Some things worked better than others. Yeah, it was it was definitely an experience and hopefully nobody else has to experience that and like I hope not. <laughs> that was so bad. But anyways, when we're talking about asynchronous classes, that means when the class is does not meet at all, you don't see anybody else unless you know search for the people and you do the work at your own time. Now, this doesn't mean that you can do every, you can just wait till the last minute to do everything. Your professor might actually have things due at certain times to make sure you're keeping up on tasks. But the good part of that, you can do everything in like a week if you're that type of person and then you're done. You don't have to worry about that class. Clean hands, but... Do not be one of the people who puts it off till the last week. Please. It doesn't work. It does you not can't work. can't do it. It's going to seem like, oh, I can push that off. Oh, I can push that off. And then you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I have like 50 million different assignments due at once. And you're like, and we're like mm-hmm, this is why you shouldn't push off your assi- uh, asynchronous class. So another term I used was hybrid. So a hybrid class is where it does a Zoom and it can meet in person. This was more towards when COVID was kind of falling down on times and we were opening back up and we were able to be see each other in person. But this has become like rare now. There are a couple times when, you know, professors are elsewhere and they're like, hey, we still need to meet. So here's a Zoom, like let's all meet. And then there's also just online classes. They'd usually just have a typical Zoom link that they'd have set up through the school and that's where you would meet. So you'd just be in your room and you're PJs as Jenny was eating her food, <laughs> which I don't blame you. Those those sucked. I hated online classes. I took online French and that was awful. Don't know a lick of French now. See, some work better than others. Spanish, the one I took freshman year, it worked perfectly. We got done the stuff that we needed to get done. I had an asynchronous math class that Ooh. did not work for me. And that's the thing. Some classes work so much better than others. One, it depends on what you're comfortable with. It depends on how you teach yourself. And it kind of just depends on the material itself. Math was a lot harder to learn by myself. Oh, I bet. I would hate to teach myself math, especially if I didn't. I'd just be like, YouTube, teach me everything. I don't know what I'm doing. But I know, like, my French experience, it, it was fine for the first semester, you know, because it was the typical basical stuff. But and then I was like, I'm too I'm kind of like, I just I can't sit. That's one thing that I do really badly is I can't sit and just look at a screen unless it's my phone. But that's that's a different reason. But anyways, um, so just sitting there in that Zoom link, I'd just be like, well, I'm going to pull out my phone and just watch TikToks as the class is going, which I do not recommend. Do not do that if you have a online class, please. And thank you. Pay attention during your Zoom classes. The teachers can tell. They just might not call you out on it. Exactly. I know. Now I don't like in my experience, I don't know any French now because I didn't pay attention when I should have and I definitely failed that oral exam but it's okay you can wait to text that person back it's okay and it is okay to get distracted sometimes I mean we're all human it's it's gonna happen but you know making sure you're just kind of like checking your phone for maybe like a minute or two and then going back into the class and making sure because like if you know stuff it's okay to you mean like oh I know this and just checking your phone and then reel it back in but that is going to be the hardest thing for you because you're not going to have the teacher be like, hey, pay attention. Hey, pay attention. You're basically on your own. You are an adult now. Nobody's going to be like, hey, do this, do that. Yeah, no, you're 
it's bound to happen that you get distracted once in a while, but it's also good to try and not make a habit of it because if you let yourself get used to doing it, you might start doing it more often and for longer periods and get a little too comfortable with it. And that's when it can really start to hurt you academically. Yeah, I feel that. Um, there's a there's a fine balance there. A very fine balance. And, you know, you're going to know what works best for you. But I know online classes do not work for me. But again, it just kind of depends on what it is and who it is. But I know another thing we kind of like brushed on, your homework is going to be completely different. Your professors might not just be like, hey, we have this homework due at this time. Some professors do, some professors don't. Some I even, like, I know um, one of my English classes, she'll send an email, be like, hey, this is due tomorrow, don't forget about this, and then I still forget it, but that's okay. Um, so, you know, you have to be responsible for your own homework. You have to be responsible to be on class on time, all of this. You are an adult. Nobody's going to treat you like a child anymore. They're going to expect you to show up to class. They're going to expect you to have your homework done and be prepared for class. Absolutely. You have to be prepared for this stuff and you have to be responsible for yourself. No one else is going to hold you to it. Even if you've got a friend in the class, that isn't going to cover you through the whole semester. You need to be on top of your materials. And it's fine to fall behind every once in a while. It happens. But for the most part, trying to get on top of that stuff early is the best thing that you can do for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Though, I do want to say, though, if you do get behind in your class, reach out to your professors. They're not like this authority, authority figure who will never speak to you. Uh, they will help you. you. You know, you're paying for your education. You're, you should get your money's worth at least. I found that the teachers in college are so much more flexible with stuff like that. If you need an extension, ask for an extension. If you are struggling with the homework, go talk to your teacher. Take advantage of office hours. Yes. Email your teachers. They want to see you succeed. They're not trying to trip you up. I've had much better experiences with most of my college professors than I have my high school teachers. Not to say that high school is bad, but just the flexibility, mm -hmm. especially at a small school with uh, closer relationships with the teachers, being able to work one-on-one -on -one a lot more often in some of my classes. It's really easy to see that they want me to succeed and they want to make sure I'm staying on top of my homework. Yeah, I definitely have to recommend do office hours. They have those available to have students. And even, you know, sometimes my schedule doesn't work with their office hours. Just email them. They'll send you a Zoom link. They'll say, hey, let's meet in the cafeteria and let's have a talk about this. They will work around their schedule to help you. That is why they're here. This is why they became teachers and professors in this field. They want you to grow because you are getting an education to grow. But I know that's always a struggle at first because it's, it's such a weird thing because, you know, you have to some classes are very formal. I will say that they are extremely formal. You have to talk, uh, say professor last name. You have to address them by professor. If they're a doctor, you have to address them by doctor. But there are going to there are going to be classes to where the professors like, hey, what's up? My name's Mark. You can just call me Mark. I don't even care. You can call me professor, whatever my last name is. I don't care. It's whatever you feel like. But again, that's going to depend on your course and who it is. And But you want to make sure before you be like that informal that your professor's okay with it. It's that respect. Yeah, you got to respect whatever they're comfortable with because 
you're working for your degree, they worked for theirs. So if they want you to address them as doctor, do that. Be respectful of their title, their time in class, all of it. Yeah, for sure. But I know another big thing that a lot of college students don't really understand is homesickness. That is a big thing. You go from being with your families 24-7 and being sick and tired of them and running around with your friends and having everything, and then all of a sudden, all of you are just going to different places. You don't see your friends around. You don't have your family right next to you. It's it's going to be a hard thing. You can cry. You can, If you're like, everything's happening all at once, you can break down in front of your professors. I remember within my first week, uh, we have this class called FYS, which is first year seminar, and all of the freshmen have to take it due to just helping you write for college and just changing your perspective on like college writing. And I remember I was just not understanding how this professor wanted me to write. And she sent me a Zoom link because, again, COVID. And we were like, I was just like, I don't, I just don't understand. What, what are you wanting? And she was like, I'm wanting this. And I'm like, I just don't get it. And I just broke down on that Zoom link. And she was like, you know, you were ahead of the curve. And I was like, excuse me? What do you mean I'm ahead of the curve? Crying's a good thing? She's like, yeah, a lot of people will like, freak out and break down by the time they get to their second essay with me right and you're doing it at your first so like you're understanding that there's a big difference between high school writing and college writing and you're kind of like growing and she was very proud of me and it's just like that difference it, you, you're gonna cry it's it's a main thing you're gonna get overwhelmed it's okay to cry there's people there's um like the academic like counseling and stuff there's stuff around Everyone's gonna get overwhelmed by one of their classes, if not all of them, at some point. And it it just happens to everyone. I don't try to avoid it, let it happen. It's just a big jump from high school. Mm-hmm. Especially because you like come in, and if you don't come in with anybody, like I came in knowing next to nobody, it was so scary to me because. It's not like you, like, however you're at high school, you, like, have the exact same people, just different, like, in different classes, like, oh, I have person A usually, but they're not in my class this year. You don't have that. It's all new people that you have never met. They can live all the way from California all the way up to Maine. You don't know where they're from. And I think that's one thing you're going to have to, like, if you're an introvert, like I was my freshman year, which COVID didn't really help this uh, since oh, we were- it made it horrible. <laughs> staying all in our rooms and isolating because, you know, COVID. Um, you're going to have to talk to people. You're going to have to get out of your shell. And some of your professors might have to, might make you be like, all right, turn to the person next to you and talk about your life. I hated icebreakers. Oh hate them i could never name one fun fact about myself it's the hardest thing to do it's harder than some of those homework assignments i know oh my gosh they're like oh tell three interesting facts about you i turned to the person i'm like bro i forgot everything about me right now i don't even know my name oh my gosh no memory of my life right now (laughs) and that is the fun fact yes um a fun fact i was born cool thanks uh we're gonna move on from there (laughs) but yeah but no, with all those stressors, it's so easy to get overwhelmed and making that jump from high school where you're going home every day to college where you're, if you're not a commuter, you're far from your family. You're not seeing them every day. It gets hard. It, it really does. Um, 
I didn't, I don't have experience with this much because my family doesn't live that far away, but I know yours does live very far away. Three hours, right? Yeah, about three hours away. So I don't have this much experience, but I know when I went to Harlexton, which is um, UE's sister college in Britain, I really had homesickness because that's an awesome ocean. Like even fall break we had, I couldn't just, you know, drive home because I had multiple days off. It was an ocean between us. And it was, it was hard. It was, but it was fun. I will admit it was a lot of fun being at Harlexton and it didn't rain in that I was homesick until about midway. And I was like, I just want to go home. I miss America, which is the one thing I never think I'd say. I miss the mac and cheese. Yeah. AKA they don't have the American mac and cheese over there was sad. The food is such a different experience. (laughs) Yeah. But I would recommend anybody going to Harlexton if you're thinking about coming to UE. Harlexton is the reason why I came to UE. It's one of the big reasons I came here, too. And even for someone for myself who I'm introverted, I never thought I would be going to study abroad somewhere so far for so long. The program is just perfect, even for people like me. This portion of our podcast is brought to you by Insert Your Name or Company Here. Crescent.Evansville.edu receives over a thousand new visitors a month and during that time receives nearly 6,000 page views. Become part of the student media family and advertise with us on our website, Crescent.Evansville.edu or let us highlight you right here on this podcast and we'll talk about your business, product, and or service. Going back to UE, um, just thinking because, you know, we're, maybe some people might not go to Harlingston and we're just kind of thinking about like the college experience. But homesickness doesn't have to be like an ocean away. Like it can happen no matter how far from campus you live. That's true. Even even though my family lives really close, I still get homesick. I'm like, I just I need I want to go home, but it's like I have a night class tonight, and then I got eight a.m. tomorrow. Do I really want to get up at like six in the morning to make it in time for my class? I'm like, but I don't. Want, I need sleep. I need sleep. Ooh, that's another thing. You are going to be responsible for your sleeping and eating wise. No, it's not going to have a designated time anymore. Because, you know, in high school, it's usually like, oh, here's your first period and then this period and then this period. And then it's like lunch automatically assumed for you. That's not how it works in college. Sorry, guys. Uh, Break the bad news. You are going to have to plan for all of your meals. I mean, they're going to have a cafeteria. They're going to have somewhere to eat. But you have to find the time to go eat. And please eat. Do not skip meals. Thank you. Don't skip sleeping either. When you get overwhelmed with all your classes and other commitments sleep is one of the first things to go plan it ahead of time i cannot stress this enough prioritize your sleep because that is going to make such a difference in how your year goes that is so true i remember just at the beginning of the year i'd be like oh let me just do all these things all at once and then i'd be like i'm so tired i haven't gotten any sleep and everybody's like well that's your problem get more sleep And, uh, that's also, you're gonna, when you get overwhelmed, you're going to neglect your, like, personal hygiene. That's okay. Just get back on it. You know, you are gonna be walking around and stuff. People are going to smell you. Sorry, that's just how it's going to be. You know, make sure you're taking care of yourself because, again, you are getting your education for you and nobody else. You don't want to just not take care of yourself because then there's nothing you're working for. 
if you don't take care of yourself outside of class, that is going to affect how you do in class, whether you think so or not. Like if you're not sleeping, you're not going to be as focused. If you're not eating, you're going to be distracted because you won't have that energy to do well in your classes. And it all just comes together and you need to make sure you're taking care of yourself both academically and just personally. Yeah, that's true. And another thing that's like a huge difference between um, high school and college, nobody's going to force you to go to your school. Like you got to make your classes. You got to go to them. You got to keep up on that. I know when you're like you stay up the night before and you're working on a huge project and you have an 8 a.m. You're like, I don't want to go to this. Yeah, they're going to be able, you can skip once or twice. Like, that's okay. We get overwhelmed sometimes. Sometimes we sleep in. That's fine. But don't skip every class. You're basically wasting your money, guys. Like, don't do that. And if you are one of those people who tends to sleep in, keep in mind that your roommate is not going to wake you up in the morning for your 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. or even 10 a.m. Like, your roommate's got other stuff to do. Maybe they don't want to stay around to wake you up for class. Set your alarms. Make sure you will wake up for them. And don't be afraid to go to sleep early. So many people, like, stay up pulling all-nighters thinking that it's going to help. But that's not going to do any good if you sleep in through that class and you miss that exam that you stayed up all night studying for. Exactly. Because your teachers may or may not let you make it up. Yeah, that's fair. And you guys, if you know you're, uh, you are not a morning person, don't schedule for morning classes. I know when I first came in, it was just kind of like, here's the classes I want to go with, and they set the schedule. You can be like, hey, I want to take this class, but if it's a morning class, I won't, don't want it. I will sleep through it. They will, they go by your suggestions because this is your schedule. These people aren't like the, uh, oh, what's the, the academics? Advisors. Advisors. Yeah. Thank you. They will not be like, well, you got to take this class at this time because I said so. No, this is based off your schedule. The, uh, the advisors will be like, hey, for your major, you need to take this class at this time, but it'll be like up to you to set the time and actually register for it. And don't be afraid to admit if you're not a morning, don't be afraid to admit if you're not a morning person because your advisor is not going to know that. So when you're planning out your schedule, know, confidently try and voice that so that you can plan ahead and try and avoid those classes as best as you can. And sometimes you'll be able to do it. Sometimes you won't be able to rearrange that because maybe there's only one section of it. But at the end of the day, you know if you are a morning person or a night person, you know what works best. And don't be ashamed to voice that. I know some people don't like the fact that they sleep in. It happens. You know how you work best. Yeah, and I also want to go back to like the roommate thing. Yeah, you're going to have a roommate some in some form unless you request for an only room. Be respectful of your roommate. You know, get, absolutely get to know them. Don't just brush them off. I know when I came in, I kind of knew my roommate because we had a f- mutual friend, but like I still was respectful of her time. So like if she's studying, I'm not playing big loud noises and distracting her. You know, I'm doing other things. Like if I need to have a video and she's trying like a conference call or whatever, if I'm on the phone or whatever. And she's trying to study. I walked out of the room and I went around, walked around campus just so she can study in peace. It's important to learn how to coexist with someone else. Like how you said, like be respectful of their time, their space. Like it's their room just as much as it is your room. And just be able to communicate with your roommate. Like you don't have to be best friends with them. Yeah. But know that 
it's up to you to voice if something isn't working between you and your roommate, if you feel you're not respecting them or if they're not respecting you, just talk to them about it. Like at the end of the day, like nothing's going to happen if you don't say it and it's just going to get worse. Exactly. And I will say if you are that roommate that likes to have like 50 million alarms and you don't like to wake up to them, please, please stop, please. Please be respectful of your uh, roommate's sleep. You know, if even though you might have an 8 a.m., your roommate may not. So if you can wake up to something quieter, try that. Or just talk to your roommate. Be like, hey, I have 8 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. My alarm will go off early those days. That way, when you wake up, you start moving. Your roommate can be like, ah, and then just like slide over and go back to sleep. The alarms were always such a big thing for me. Not that my roommate had them going off, but my own alarms in the morning. I don't have too many set, but I was constantly anxious that like, oh, what if my alarms are going to bother them? (laughs) Don't worry about having alarms set in general. Like you need to wake up by a certain point. Like it's unavoidable to have alarms. Just communicate with your roommate about what time you have alarms set for. If you're both waking up at the same time, great. If not, just kind of let them know that you do have alarms going off. Don't feel bad about it like I did. Like It's just a part of college. You need to wake up for your classes. That's what's most important. Yes, and on the other side aspect of that is respect your roommate's boundaries. You know, uh, me and my roommate were really close, and we were comfortable, like, undressing in front of each other. If your roommate's not comfortable with that, go to the bathroom and undress. You know, be respectful of them, because I know... Whenever I we first roomed together, I was uncomfortable dressing undressing in front of her because I didn't know if she liked it. Just communicate. The main key of this is communicate with your roommate. Absolutely. Nothing. No one's a mind reader. Your roommate's not going to know what you're thinking. You don't know what your roommate's thinking. And a lot of times, you might just be overthinking it. Exactly. And I will say if worse comes to worse and you, you're, you're communicating with your roommate... And your roommate's just, like, brushing you off, not respecting your boundaries because, you know, they also have to respect you. It's not always just you, them, you, them. It's a mutual respect. You can go to your RA, talk to them. They will help you out. And if you need to change rooms, you need to change rooms. It's not really that big of a deal. You don't have to force yourself to stay in that, like, relationship in a sense. It's actually more common than I thought for people to end up switching rooms And it's not always some roommate horror story that you read online. Sometimes it's just your schedules don't match and it's really messing with how you're able to function through the day. Or maybe this person's just not respecting your space and it's in a way that can't really be solved that easily. Yeah. It's not that uncommon for people to just end up switching rooms and moving in with someone else or... Maybe they found a friend who their roommate wasn't working out and they've got a free space and it's just nothing against their current roommate, but they want to go room with their friend now. Like that's, that's how it works. Yeah. Just always just remember to communicate first. Though another thing I do want to talk about is teaching styles. I know, I know in high school, I'm going to probably harp on this as a future teacher myself, is that college isn't going to be like this. They're not going to deal with this hanky-panky stuff that you're doing and jokes and blah, blah, blah. That's tr- not true. It, it all depends on the professor and stuff. I have a bunch of professors, especially in the education department, that I can be like, yo, what's up? T-? Like, I'll say their first name and they're like, oh, yeah, hey, what's up? And we'll have like an actual like conversation but like if I go into any of my English classes it's doctor last name it's that respect it kind of just depends on your department and stuff 
not even just department, but even teacher by teacher, it can change. True. I know most of the, like my writing teachers are also really chilled, but like my chemistry teacher that I'm taking right now, he's not like super uh, like tied up, and he's like I'm doctor blah blah blah. He's 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 lenient because he is also new, so that's might be a different thing. Just you know, ask your professor; they'll tell you at the first, beginning of the day. Hey, I'm blah blah blah. I would like to be called blah blah blah. It also depends on how familiar how familiar you are with that teacher and that department because mm -hmm. if you're taking a class for your major that maybe you've had that teacher before, you'll be a lot more comfortable and used to how they like to be addressed and how they function in the classroom and maybe even outside of the classroom. But if you're in a class for maybe an outcome that you're not usually in that department and just trying to fulfill a requirement, maybe you're not as used to how they work and it's a little more... It can be uncomfortable when you're in a class that you're not, that's not why you're here, but you got to take it anyway. Yeah. It can be a little off-putting. Yeah. But again, just communicate with the professors. They're here to help you get your education. That's like their main focus. And again, if you're having issues with that professor, they're not, go talk to somebody. I know the academic advisors are a great person to go talk to. Just go to your advisor and be like, hey, I'm in this class. I've been trying to get this. Uh, professor to email me back but they haven't you you know just kind of talk and they also I know UE does a tutoring program so if you're just like struggling in one of your gen eds they will have tutoring somewhere for you take advantage of the tutoring they find the students who really know what they're doing and send them your way for a reason mm -hmm. like, that's all of the uh, education majors just to let you know tee <laughs> But yeah, I definitely have to say, if you're struggling with something, go to your advisor, ask for help. Don't just keep struggling. Go to the professor, go to the office hours, everything. This is your responsibility. Your teacher's not going to be like, oh my gosh, you're struggling in this. Let me hold your hand and walk you through everything. You are an adult now. You're going to be treated as such adult. Yeah, it's It's hard to get used to having to go find that help yourself sometimes mm -hmm. instead of having like one person you go to or well this is the only teacher for this subject and I can't change anything about it it's so much easier than people think to go to your advisor and say I'm having trouble with this teacher and have something be done about it mm -hmm. or to even go to office hours so many people do not take advantage of office hours and it's surprising how much just talking to your teacher in that like one-on-one -on -one space it's surprising how much it can do yeah. Also, I do want to say if you are just struggling in the class and you just like everything you've gone, you tried to get help from the professor, you've tried to get help from other people and everything is not working. It's OK to drop. It's OK to get that like because we have a thing called a W. If you don't drop within a certain amount of time, you get a W, which is basically just withdrawn. Nobody's really going to ask you about that. It's just, you, and if they do, you can just be like, I just couldn't do that at this time. And you can try it again later. It's not going to affect you. Your future employers are not going to look at <coughs> your college information and ask you, now, why did you drop out of this class your freshman year? They're not going to care about that because you know what's best for you. And if they do, give them your explanation. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to be like, oh my gosh, why'd you drop out of Chem 100 at this point? Like, 
you have an explanation probably. You might be taking 18 credit hours and you're like, this is just too much for me. And that's okay. Some- if anything, it shows you how, it shows that you know how to best manage your schedule and you know what you can and can't do. That is so important in college is knowing how much you can take on. Exactly. And I just want to talk about one more subject and then we're probably going to go ahead and wrap this up. But I want to talk about studying because in high school, your teacher usually like gives you study guides or helps you study. But in college, some professors will and some professors won't. Your studying's going to be up to you and it's going to suck. Yeah, study guides aren't as common, at least in a lot of my classes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it can de- just depend on what kind of material the class is teaching. And maybe they're student made, maybe they're from past years and only kind of apply to your year. But it just kind of depends. Yeah, I would say one thing when you're studying, find a f- couple friends in that class. Be like, hey, I want to like make friends in that class. Ask them to study. They know the course material as much as you do. And they may be able to, if you don't understand something, they can explain it better to you. I know a lot of my friends, when they don't understand anything and I understand it, I can teach them and it helps them understand it better. Because they kind of know you and they know how you think rather than the professor is kind of like, you're all just like a blank slate and I'm just teaching my subject. I, they will help you and try to help, but I think that's studying. And you also got to think, this is all on you. If you have an exam coming up, you are responsible for studying. Your professor is not required to give you the class before time to study. You, If you have like a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you have time to study that Tuesday and that Thursday because you don't meet. And like we mentioned earlier, you're not at home anymore. You're not at home anymore. Your parents are not going to tell you to, hey, get off your phone and go study. You need to be responsible for setting that time aside to study, to do your homework, and to make sure that you are on top of everything you need to do for class. And it is going to take a while. It's going to take time out of your day, but that's why you're in college. You're not in college to doom scroll on TikTok for hours. <laughs> And it's so easy to get trapped in that. I know I've done it, but you got to set that time aside in your day to study and to do your work for class. Yeah. I also love to go to Quizlet and make a study guide for myself, though I know it only allows you to do so much with it unless you get Quizlet Plus. So that's kind of like, just look around for different things. I know a lot of students use Chegg. That is a good study guide thing, but again, it does cost money. So it kind of just depends on how you feel financially and mentally. If you're like, oh yeah, I would love to have like a, a, a like a website make a study guide for me, you're more than welcome to do that. Nobody's gonna stop you. It might even help you. You can share around to your friends, and your friends will love you even more. And there are gonna be different ways to study for all the different classes you're in. Some it might work best to study with friends. Maybe another one, you just need to sit down and study by yourself. Maybe that works better. And for some of them, maybe it's best to take advantage of the resources that UE does offer to its students, whether it's the tutors we mentioned earlier, the academic uh, academic advisors, or any of the academic groups on campus that are there to help you. Even your or professors. Even, yeah, even your professors will help you study. Yeah, they'll definitely be like, here's like a quick little things that you're going to need to know for the test. Because guess what? They made the test. They know what's on it. And I also want to say, it's okay sometimes, you guys, to fail an exam or miss a homework assignment. Guess what? 
we're all human. We're going to mess up somewhere. Don't let it break you. Because I know when I got low grades on my homework or first a couple exams, I was like almost on the mental, I almost had a mental breakdown because I was like, oh my gosh, what the heck happened? What did I do wrong? Just can be devastating when it happens. Oh, especially if it's with like in your major and you're like, but I, I know this major. This is why I came. Like it's so devastating. But I will say, you know, take a couple deep breaths. Look what you missed and just better yourself for the future. They're going learn to learn from it. Learn from it. You're going to have more exams. It's not just, ah, I'm only going to give you one and done. You're going to have at least a midterm and a final. That's going to happen. Just, you know, and if you're like, why did I miss this? Go ask your professor. They'll tell you what you missed and why you missed it, and they'll be able to help you understand it better. And also, if you miss an assignment, it's going to happen, guys. I've did it multiple times throughout my four years. I don't know about you, Danny, if you've missed any, but... I, unfortunately, I will admit <laughs> I have missed a couple of assignments, and that's something I wasn't used to doing yeah. in high school, and even for the first couple of years in college. It happens, and if you're not used to it, it can be really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Just communicate with your teachers. If something happened that made you miss it, let them know. Maybe they won't take off late points. Maybe they still will. Those late points, it's not the end of the world. It's... So much easier said than done, but I will repeat, it is not the end of the world if you miss an assignment or if you fail an exam or even fail a class. Yes. It happens to so many people in college. And it's it's just one big thing. We're always going to communicate with people because professors understand that staff are going to come late. They're going to have a late policy. So if you turn it in, you're going to get like the 10% off or whatever they state. That's okay to get that 10% off. At least you finish it. At least you still did it. Because I know a lot of people who will just be like, I didn't do this, so I'm just going to automatically not do it and I'm going to move on with my life. And that could affect their entire grade because sometimes they like, I got a C, but I could have gotten a B if I did that one assignment. Just talk to your professors. And I will say it is a really good thing to strive to get straight A's. There is nothing wrong with that. But there's also nothing wrong with getting B's or C's or not getting the grades that you want because it does build off of each other and it's going to happen that you don't get the best grade every once in a while. It happens. We're human. We're all just students doing our best. But it's also not a bad thing to strive for that, but know that you're going to have those off days sometimes and that's perfectly fine. Once you enter college, you're going to know the phrase, C's get degrees. You C's won't. get degrees. C's yeah. get degrees. It's all too common to hear people say that. Because a lot of people will stress out about this class and they're like, well, as long as I get a C, I pass. And you know, it's okay. As long as you're passing, that's all that matters. And if you need help along the way, that's more than uh, welcome. Anyways, I'm going to end the episode here. I would like to thank you again, Danny, for doing this with me. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, so again, I just want to give a shout out to Student Media for letting me be able to do this podcast and hopefully help future seniors. So again, you probably found this podcast at uh, crescent.evansville.edu. You can go see all the different articles in there and all the other podcasts that are available But I will see you guys next week for the next episode of What Now? Surviving College. (laughs) 